Mishnayis Lili Nishmas, my father, Meshitzchak ben Doiv, also Lili Nishmas, Chanaleya Bas Shalomer, also L'schus Rufur Shalema for Kol Chayli Am Yisrael, also L'schus Kal Am Yisrael, especially those who are in the Sunnah Vatzara Vishivya. We're up to B'Metziah, Perik Yud, Mishnah Gimel. And we're talking about uh, some of the Mishnayis here that are very, very applicable today to because they get the... Uh, um, Monetary halacha of nowadays are derived from a lot of these mishnas and the gemaras that are that are on them and the and the mafarshim are on those. We're talking about a story of two stories. That's right. It's a story about a two-story house. People live in the bottom floor. People live in the top floor. And in this case, we're going to be talking about the next mission. We're going to be talking about a, a, a case where one where two people are co-op in this two-floor house. The bottom floor belongs to one person. The top floor belongs to a second person. The, the uh, upper story and lower story, the bias is considered the lower story of the house. Aliyah is considered the upper story of the house. That fell in. The, the person who lived upstairs tells the downstairs person that he has to rebuild. The, down, the upstairs person can't start rebuilding his part until the downstairs where you can't build it in the air, right? I mean, nowadays they have concepts with stilts and whatever, but the the, the general feeling about this is, is that you're not going to have the ability to build your upstairs until you've got your first floor in. Who ain't a residence? And the, sec the, the person who owns the downstairs does not want to or is not able to or whatever, whatever the reason is, he is not building the upstairs. So, according to the Tanakama, he builds a one-floor house, and he lives in it. The, the one who lives who lived upstairs, he builds a one-floor house, and he lives in it. Until the person who lives who lived downstairs, who owns the downstairs, gives him his expenses that he had to put this downstairs in, and then he'll he'll. Build the upstairs with the money that he just got reimbursed. Rabbi Yehuda says that there's a problem with that because if the owner of the downstairs reimburses the upstairs guy for his expenses, then it turns out that from the beginning, retroactively from the day one when he moved in, it would belong to the downstairs person. So he can charge him rent. In fact, he, he, the person who lives upstairs owes back rent for the amount of time that he that he spent there, so after Dar he's dead. Turns out that he's living in his friend's property. He has to give him rent for that for that amount of time that he was living there. Um, so it doesn't turn out to be a beneficial setup for the guy who lives upstairs. He's spending the money, and he's going to have to pay rent for it, and then he's going to have to spend the money for upstairs once he gets reimbursed for the downstairs. But he's still out the money of the rent. Elabala Aliyah, the person who lives on the top, Aliyah. He, he does both the downstairs and the upstairs. And he makes a roof on top of the upstairs. And he lives in the house. So he lives in the downstairs. But what is what comes out of that? Until the person until the person who owns the downstairs gives him his expenses and he'll start living in the upstairs. But 
what comes what, what is the outcome of that what's the reason why uh he because he has a different place to live it will turn out that it's not that he needs this and if he doesn't need it he doesn't owe him the rent because he only owes him the rent when he's deriving a a uh, a beneficial a benefit out of this there's no benefit he could have lived upstairs he lives downstairs sort of as a way of getting this guy to give him his expenses but he's not living downstairs because he has to he could live upstairs if he wanted to and therefore he until he it's until he gives him his, his expenses and then he'll move upstairs and have a great day